is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Saturday mailbag coming at you here. We're actually recording on Friday afternoon, as you know, answering your questions at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. And Adam and Jamie are here. Here we go. Talking to the third person, Jamie. Save me from this horrible intro. Um, Jamie does not like to listen to Adam talk about Adam. <laughs> you are going to enjoy listening to Bryant McFadden, a former Steelers and Cardinals cornerback, Super Bowl winner. We're going to have him on, uh, former Florida State Seminole. So we, uh, we'll, we'll talk some, talk some trash. It'll be fun. We're going to ask him about some matchups, uh, Dallas backfield, that kind of stuff. That'll be later, maybe with Jamie, maybe just me and, and uh, BMAC, and we will uh, we'll have that for you. And I want to wish everybody a happy Veterans Day. We cannot thank, thank our veterans enough. Uh, you are the best. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. All right, quick news and notes. Matt Forte is out this week. When we previewed the game on Friday's show, we previewed it as if Matt Forte would be out this week. But you really like Bilal Powell, right? Yeah, I think he's a borderline number one running back. It's hard to... Uh... Get away from the matchup. The Bucks have allowed seven touchdowns in their last four games to running backs, and he should get a lot of work. Uh, he's been averaging, you know, uh, 4.7, 4.6 yards per carry in his last three games. The hope would be that the catches that Matt Forte has been giving you go to Powell. And then if you're stuck in a deeper league, look at Elijah McGuire. You know, he'll be the number two guy, and I don't think they're afraid to give him work. Let's just say hypothetically, you know, totally, totally hypothetical, not real. Let's just say one of your friends that you did a podcast with, was trying to figure out the last spot in his FanDuel lineup. And he was deciding between Alfred Morris, Arlen's Darkwa, and Bilal Powell. Hypothetically, who would you recommend that person go with? FanDuel or DraftKings? FanDuel, half PPR. I'd still go Powell. Oh, so it was going to be your answer anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but glad we clarified. All right, good cheap options in daily this week. Uh, Julio Jones practiced Friday, so we expect him to play. And Chris Hogan did not practice, so we don't expect Chris Hogan to play, right? No. All right. And then, you know, we talked on our Friday video show on Fantasy Football Today about a guy, a beat-the-waiver-wire guy that we didn't mention on the Friday podcast, and that's Martavis Bryant, who has a really good schedule rest of season and has been really bad this year. But if he has a big game this week, he he might be the most added player next week. 50% owned, Jamie. The question was from one of our listeners or viewers – would you rather own Martavis Bryant or Will Fuller? So I'll, I'll pose that question to you. I mean, I think at this point you have to say Martavis Bryant because what what are your expectations for Will Fuller? To go out there and, you know, be avoided by a bad quarterback in Tom Savage? Because that was the case in the first game against Indianapolis. And so Bryant coming into the year, the appeal was over the suspension, picking up where he left off, you know, a year and a half ago or a year ago, and being one of the primary targets for Ben Roethlisberger. So, I mean, Smith-Schuster has clearly ascended to become the number two receiver, the number three option in the passing game behind Brown and, and Le'Veon Bell. But, I mean, Martavis Bryant's still going to have some good games ahead, and you want to get ahead of that if you can. So let's get some emails and tweets. Bryant is 50% owned. Um, but some start or sit questions. For Week 10, Julian from Florida, start two in PPR. Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, Devontae Parker. I'd probably split up the Vikings guys and go with Thielen and Parker. All right, this is from Jay from a city outside of Seattle. 
Dear Sean, Kurt, Marshawn, and Ricky. Seahawks running backs. Yeah. Uh, it seems like most people have both Marvin Jones and Golden Tate in their top ten this week. I have Antonio Brown, plus the Lions guys, plus Devin Funchess. I have to sit one. I think he's a little worried about starting both Lions. Would you start Funchess over either Lion? I mean, you can. Um, just do you really want to sit Marvin Jones or Golden Tate, given the matchup against Cleveland? I- I'd play both. You should have played, like, if you had the same choice last week, you should have played both Lions. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, Nick from Chicago. Should I bench Alf, Murray, or Darkwa? Um, Murray. Wow. You know, you look at Morris's situation now. Could have a big game. You look at Darkwa. Could have a big game. You look at Murray. Could have a bad game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Probably not going to have a big game. All right, George in Santa Cruz. Dear Butterfinger, take five. Charleston Chu. And whatchamacallit. I don't think I've had a, a Charleston Chu. Have you? I'm sure I have at some point. I don't even know what's in it. Gonna have to investigate. Here's the question. I'm thinking of starting Josh McCown over Tom Brady this week. Am I nuts? Well, I mean, two weeks ago, I'm gonna guess that McCown was probably better. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I think so. And Brady? They've been in the same range, you know, for the most part of the last five weeks. And when you factor in that the Jets have not had their bye week and the Patriots have, they're relatively close in their standings for fantasy points. So Is he nuts? I, I mean, I, I'd still play Brady. Yeah. You're not nuts, though. All right, here, here's the, the description of a Charleston Chew. Chewy, flavored nougat, wrapped in a rich chocolatey coating. That sounds pretty good to me. Yep, but knowing you, you'll find something you'll about you don't like. What kind of flavor? <laughs> Well, what kind of flavors do they have? They have different flavors. They have vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate. So, which what would be your you know what would be your go to? Chocolate. I think I would go with the vanilla, but I would oh, have all of such, them. You're such bad taste. What? What's wrong with that? It's vanilla. There's nothing wrong with it. Um. All right. Here is uh, Rowan. Hey, Cliff Clavin, and three guys who have never been in my kitchen. That's a famous uh, Cheers reference. Three like, guys have never been in my kitchen. Yeah, it's like he's it's like he's on Jeopardy or something like that, and they and he gets three guys that he's never heard of, and he says, "Who are three guys who've never been in my kitchen?" It's it's something like that. Um, I'm sure many people know what it is, and I sound like an idiot to them, which is nothing new. Should I? Oh, this is an interesting question. Given Charles Clay's favorable upcoming schedule, should I drop Delaney Walker for Charles Clay? Um, I believe the Titans have a favorable schedule coming up too, right? They may not have the same level of potential success, but... Let's take a look. And Walker's been a little better lately. Now, he doesn't get red zone targets. He hasn't scored this year other than a rushing touchdown. But his last two games, 63 yards and 71 yards, 12 total catches. Cincinnati this week at Pittsburgh. And then, yeah, it's pretty good after that. It really is. Who would you rather have? I'd rather have Delaney right now. I just don't know... Charles Clay's 100% healthy. Now, I say that with Walker battling an injury of his own, but at least he's been playing through it. Okay, here's Trevor. Clay's make me a little bit nervous. I know we're we're gung-ho about him, and I think we should be about adding him, but I just wonder if starting him coming off the the injury makes a ton of sense. No, I totally, totally with you. Um, All right, so here is Trevor. He says, first of all, Adam, a football movie doesn't have to have football games in it. Are you going to say that Draft Day isn't a football movie? It has football in it. 
it has drafts in it. it. Doesn't really have like football in it. Well, there's there's like stuff on. Yeah, no, it's got much more football than Jerry Maguire. Much more. Like no, it doesn't. Much more football stuff. Talk. The whole freaking movie is about football. Um, and the rest of you, stop giving Adam a hard time about not picking a bonanza. You fought for years to get him not to pick one, and now you're forcing him to do it. Take one Who for fought the- for years. Nobody, I don't know, you know, you guys, sort of, don't pick one, don't pick one. Dave, Dave was always the one that didn't want you to do it. Well, he secretly did. All right, the fantasy question is, earlier in the week you said to start the Titans' defense because Cincinnati gives up a lot of points to defenses. But then you spent the rest of the week talking about how A.J. Green is going off. Can't have both happen. Uh Well, I think you can. But he has Tennessee, Kansas City, they have a bye, Houston this week. So would you start the Titans? Or the Bills, Bucks, Redskins, or Browns? Uh, Titans. Yeah, like they, AJ Green could have a good game. You want some sacks? You want some turnovers? They're not a high scoring team, the Bengals, even when AJ Green is a good game. Right. So it could happen. Alright, this is Matt. Who's better rest of season? Nelson Aguilar or Ted Ginn? Ted Ginn. You know, I think, uh, we've probably seen the best of Aguilar. I still think Ted Ginn has an opportunity for some some good to great games, especially as they start to get into the meat of their home schedule. All right, Ted Ginn. This is from Sean in Long Island, but currently in Palm Bay, Florida. Very nice. Hi, Sean. How goes it, John Spartan, Ray Tango, Marion Corbretti, and Joseph Dredd? Sylvester Stallone characters. Yeah, now, I, uh, I don't think I've seen three of those four. Tell me names again. John Spartan. Mm-hmm. Who is that? It's Demolition Man. Oh, I've seen Demolition Man. So I've seen two. Ray Tango. Tango Cash. Yeah. Marion Cobretti. Or Corbett. I think it's Corbetti. Uh, that's Cobra. I've never seen Cobra. Cobra's awesome. And Judge Dredd. I am the law. <laughs> How have I never seen Cobra? I feel like that's right up my alley. Cobra's awesome. Alright, here's the, here's the question. Who do I start in PPR? Terrence Williams, Will Fuller, or Devontae Booker? Man, uh, probably Booker. I might go to your waiver wire, though, see if Adam Humphreys is available. Maybe Marquise Goodwin. Those are two guys that are owned in less than 30% of leagues. Okay. And then from Devin, Cam or Goff? Goff. Morris or Robbie Anderson in PPR? We did a, we did a video segment without you today for CBS Local. Aw. And I, I, we had to redo it because I said Jared Barf. <laughs> On purpose? No, I, I started to say Garf. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, C- CPS local. Good stuff. Now, um, what was the question? Oh, Morris, Alfred Morris or Robbie Anderson, PPR? I'd probably go with Anderson just because he's been playing well and PPR's format should favor him. Okay, and I really appreciate all of the outreach on the Draft app. Download the Draft app or go to playdraft.com, and if you want a free entry into a draft, you use our promo code FF today. You can play for cold, hard cash, everybody. Drafts start at $1. There's a draft out there for everyone. $1. Big deal. You can play against me, Big Kane 2. I'm going to accept some entries. Today's Friday. I'm going to accept some entries throughout the day and hopefully play, you know, like seven or so listeners this week. Um, you can play in, in bigger drafts though, that, and I recommend it. You know, three people, ten people, whatever it is. Play in some bigger drafts, you have 30 seconds on the clock, you can schedule a time for a draft, 
Um, it's really convenient. It's really fun. I know everybody's going to like it. And, of course, you get that free entry into a pay draft with our promo code FF today. Join me on draft. Friend me, Big Kane 2. Challenge me. Download the draft app. Go to playdraft.com and enter the promo code FF today. Again, that promo code is FF today. Back to the emails. Casey from a state north of Ohio. We'll go with Canada. Start two in PPR. DeMarco Murray, Crowell, Mixon, Alf. Crowell, Mixon, Alf, Murray. Um, Alf and Mixon. Over DeMarco. Yeah, I just, look, I mean, DeMarco could play well, but he's going to share touches with, with, uh, Derrick Henry again. And Henry's out-touched him and out-produced him fantasy-wise, uh, yeah. in the last couple weeks. This is from Angela. Tate, Cooks, Laundry, or Funchess? Laundry? Yeah, autocorrect. <laughs> Tate, Cooks, Tate Cooks, Landry, or Landry who? Funchess? Funchess, yeah. Standard or PPR? Doesn't say. Uh, I'll go Tate and Cooks. Okay, actually, I think she may only need one. Tate would be number one for you? Oh yeah, I love Tate this week. You're not gonna start- Love Tate this week. You're gonna start Landry over- You're gonna start Cooks over Landry? Standard, yes. PPR closer. Uh, you know Jade Arendarst. Mm-hmm. Friend of the program, co-worker in Fort Lauderdale, good friend of mine. Yep. He wrote, he tweeted, two nights ago I had a dream I was hanging out with Miley Cyrus at some MTV party. Last night I had a dream Adam Azer, myself, and Michael Douglas were in Vegas playing blackjack <laughs> and then going to a, a Cirque de Soleil show. How do you call it? Cirque de, Cirque de Soleil? Cirque, Cirque du Soleil? What is it? You need to get out of your apartment more. Well, I've seen Cirque de Soleil. <laughs> They're terrible. What? Oh my god. It's the worst. Go no, away. it's not the worst. It's very talented stuff. It's really impressive. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Art, dumb. Basically, it's got out. You and Pete Frisco. But it's Black Cirque du Soleil. What did I say? Cirque du Soleil. You, you said it funny. I said Soleil. You said it weird. I don't think I did. Anyway, I would love to play blackjack with Michael Douglas. That is really weird. Uh, this is from Ryan. Ryan is, by the way, he said in the dream he saw Michael Douglas, and Michael Douglas said to him, hey, let me introduce you to one of my friends, and it was me. So that's just weird. Uh, Ryan wants to know if it's time to drop Jordan Reed. Um, depends. I mean, look, if, if, uh, if you picked up a capable backup tight end, like let's say you had Reed and Brait, and you needed to add somebody to help your team. Well, Reed's practicing this week, so what if he's back next week? Are you really going to like Brait better rest of season? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Boy, it's uh might be a lost year for Jordan Reed. This is from Sal. Pick one in PPR. Jordy, Ty Montgomery, or Theo Riddick? Uh Theo Riddick. Over Jordy? You trusting Jordy? I don't trust Riddick. I don't trust any of them. No, nah, I don't I I think I'd go Jordy, but okay. Riddick's bold. Uh Buck from Fresno, dear Mikey, Mouth, Chunk, and Brand. I don't remember a brand. Oh, dad. come on, man. Who's, which one's Brand? Mikey's brother. Oh, okay. Uh, what are some players that might, who are some players that might not be doing well this year, but are good breakout candidates for 2018 in a keeper league? That's a good question. Um, I think you look at, you know, some of the guys dealing with poor quarterback play. T.Y. Hilton, for one, should bounce back. Dante Moncrief um, is not a bad, like. But it depends where he's playing, though. He's going to be a free agent. My guess is he'd go somewhere else. I haven't dropped Joe Williams in my dynasty league. Yeah, stupid? I'm sorry for you. <laughs> um, uh, 
Hmm. Martavis Bryant? I mean, I still Josh Doxson. Still the young wide receivers. Sure. Uh, John Ross. John Ross could, could certainly be one of those guys. Um, Mike Williams for sure. Yep. Keenan Allen. OJ Howard. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're just taking all the young guys. Okay, yeah. So just underperformers. Uh, um, Rob Kelly. Yeah, yeah, okay. There you go. Uh, Jay Ajayi maybe have a better year next year. Jay Ajayi. And this is from Lizzie. I have three quarterbacks. Who should I drop? Matt Ryan, Josh McCown, or Tyrod Taylor? I mean, you're dropping Josh McCown of the group. And this is from I, dro- I dropped McCown in one league. It might be a league we're together uh, to pick up Rod Smith. Hmm, okay. I will not be picking him up. From Leslie, start Tyrod Taylor, Mariota, McCown, or Goff? Goff. Uh, the other thing about McCown, they have their bye next week. So if you're not going to play him this week. Leslie would have to drop either Tyrod or Mariota to pick up Goff. So would you just roll with Tyrod or Mariota, or would you drop someone and start Goff? I drop Mariota to start Goff. Jay, Jay from Wyoming, Cam or Tyrod this week? It's close. I'd probably go Cam. This is from Keith. Hey, Craig, Smokey, Debo, and Big Worm. That's Friday, right? I have no idea, but you're crushing me today. Crushing me. Good for you. You you needed a win in pop culture. Pick one for standard. Joe Mixon, Devontae Booker, or Doug Martin? Uh, Joe Mixon. Okay, and then he also says, have you ever had a lion candy bar? No. All right, I'm going to look up what's uh, in a lion candy bar. Let's see. Uh, I'll do that in a second. Come back to that. This is from David in Minnesota. He says, hey, AJ. A. What's that? A. Oh, yeah, A. Yeah, I'm done with the intros. Two quarterback league. He's got Fitzpatrick and Beathard this week. I think I just ate a barf bean boozle. Alex <laughs> Smith is my only viable option going forward as Simeon got benched and Palmer's done. So there's nothing on waivers. I have a few potential trades. Should I do these? Remember, he's got Alex Smith, Fitzpatrick, and Bethard. Mm-hmm. Derek Henry, uh, DeAndre Hopkins for Cam. No. Ingram for Breeze. No. Derek Henry and Juju Smith-Schuster for Jameis Winston. No. So ride it out with Fitzpatrick. He might have one quarterback. Why? He's got Alex Smith. It's a two-quarterback league. Okay. So he's got Smith and then Fitzpatrick, who could lose his job in two weeks. Or Fitzpatrick could be the starter for Tampa Bay the rest of the season. And he might not be good. Well, you're not trading. Look, I guess the one would be Ingram for for Breeze. Yeah. But I hate that. Well, yeah. He's got Melvin Gordon and McCoy. should have mentioned that. That certainly helps. I, I think it's interesting. Like, I've had a really bad year in our two-quarterback league, but you're doing well, right? Yeah. And you have good quarterbacks? Great quarterbacks. I know you took Wentz as the third guy. Who are your top two? Wilson and Mariota. So, you know, taking that third guy clearly helped you. Heath is on the other end of the spectrum, which he tends to do in this league, and he's had a lot of success. He has, but he had Deshaun Watson. And Alex Smith. Yes. I guess that that helps. Yeah, so he's got garbage quarterbacks this week. I think think I'm playing him. No, I'm not playing Scott. All right, we'll just do a few more here. Um, we got a bunch of tweets. You can follow us on Twitter, by the way, at Jamie Eisenberg, J-A-M-E-Y, and I am at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R, and we are going to have Bryant McFadden joining us soon. 
If Bryant McFadden wanted to go to a game, he would use SeatGeek. You all should use SeatGeek. This makes buying tickets to sports and concerts and comedy and theater so much simpler, so much more efficient. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. We all want more time, and we all want more money. SeatGeek's going to help. We're going to help as well. 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase with our promo code FFT. I still get tweets all the time. Hey, what's that ticket, ticket app you're always promoting? It's SeatGeek. Uh, please download it right now. Obviously, it's a free app to download, and the promo code is FFT. So you search for an event, and it it goes to multiple websites for you, and it pulls in a bunch of results, and it gives you a bunch of dots. So you got a seating chart, and on the seating chart, you got green dots and yellow dots and red dots. Obviously, you want to click on the green dots. The greener the dot, the bigger the dot, the better the value. And those are the tickets you want to focus on. Very cool feature. Very easy to use. So every ticket guaranteed on SeatGeek. You can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. I use it every time I need tickets, and you should too. Download SeatGeek, and to get 20 bucks off your first purchase, the promo code is FFT. That's FFT on SeatGeek. Finishing up with some tweets from Zach. Pick three, or sit one, two, sit two. Demarius, Jordy, Cooks, Woods, Shepard. Uh, Demarius and Jordy. So wait, you're starting Woods over Demarius? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Woods and Jordy, right? Woods and Jordy. Okay. From Bill. Jackson or Sanders? Deshaun? I guess. He's nobody ever calls him Jackson. That was so strange. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm excited about Deshaun Jackson. I'm I'm surprised Dave does not share the optimism I think that you have as well. Yeah, I'm probably in between you guys, but yeah. I'm just nervous about Fitzpatrick. Um by the way, are you sure about Brandon Cooks? You sure he's a good start this week? No. I'm not sure Demarius is either. Well, it would be Robert Woods you'd be starting over him or Jordy Nelson. No, I wouldn't start Robert Woods over Cooks. Robert Woods feels very much like chasing points. In standard, yeah. In PPR, he feels pretty safe to me. But he's been like 5 for 70 and like a good game. But he's done that like four weeks in a row. I don't know. More like, I... more like 60. It's not great. But um... Don't you think you could find 11 fancy points from somewhere? Yeah, I just don't know if it's Brandon Cooks. Especially PPR, he doesn't catch a lot of balls. Look, I'm gonna I mean, start. This, Cooks. this is I'm what Cooks Cooks is, uh, Woods has been: five for 66, five for 70, five for 59, four for 70, and two touchdowns, and that includes a 33-yard touchdown. I'm sorry, 52-yard touchdown. Yeah. All right, so uh, start Cooks over Woods. Danny Jones, can I start Michael Thomas, Mark Ingram, and Alvin Kamara all at the same time? I could start Diggs, Shepard, Duke Johnson, Alfred Morris, or Rod Smith over them. I mean, maybe you want to put Shepard in there over Thomas or or Kamara. That's that's the thing. Who are you gonna bench? Yeah, yeah. A, oh man, I hope the Saints don't lay an egg this week. Uh, from Fong Win, sit one in PPR: Duke, Bilal Powell, Elijah McGuire, or Theo Riddick. Just sit one of those. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting Elijah McGuire. From JD, pick one in PPR: Adams, Benjamin. Woods, Corey Davis. Woods. Over Calvin? Yeah. From King, trade Alfred Morris, get DeAndre Hopkins. Love it. Uh, this is from David. Better stash, Devontae Booker or Rod Smith? Um, Rod Smith. Kelsey has a grade to trade. Chris Hogan, give Chris Hogan, get T.Y. Hilton. Um, uh, see? 
Both got one one hurt, one back. Yubi. All right, so it's even. Sean from Chicago says uh, grade the trade. T Y Hilton for Lamar Miller. Give Hilton, get Miller. Standard. Um, B. Okay, we like it. Hank wants you to pick two: Juju, Parker, Cup. First two. And Bench Juice cup. wants you to know if you should. Um, so not Cup. Would you drop Matt Forte to pick up Danny Woodhead in PPR? Uh, I would from the standpoint of, A, how healthy is Matt Forte going to be moving forward? B, they have their bye next week, so you can't use him now for two weeks. I had an interesting trade offer. I'm curious your your uh, thoughts on this. Remember the league I told you earlier this week where I left the trade open and uh, somebody accepted it? Yes, yes. That same owner sent me a trade offer of Orleans Darkwa and Bilal Powell. Now, this is before the Forte injury. For Carlos Hyde. One more time. Orleans Darkwa uh-huh. and Bilal Powell. For Hyde. For Carlos Hyde. Now here's the caveat. Both Hyde and Powell have their bye weeks next week. Hmm. Is it worth taking what the upside could be? I'm four and five in this league. My receivers are awesome. Tight ends, awesome. Quarterback, I lost to Sean Watson, but I have a combo of the great Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. There's no way I'm, I'm giving up Hyde for them. I'd rather have Hyde. You? I, you know, I guess I guess the the reason why I also wouldn't do it is I because my running backs are are bad. I had to start Thomas Rawls last night on Thursday. Mm. So, so you I can't I can't even I can't even get Rawls out of my lineup to right. play the two guys this right, week. Gotcha. All right, Jamie, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna bring on Bryant McFadden and Dave Richards gonna hop on to talk Bryant McFadden as well. Jamie, thank you for your time, my friend. Bye. And now we are pleased to be joined by our special guest. Yeah, Dave Richards here, whatever. We don't care about Dave Richards. It's great. Uh, we've got Brian McFadden here, former cornerback for the Florida State Seminoles, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and briefly the Arizona Cardinals. A two-time Super Bowl winner, a three-time Super Bowl participant. Three more than me and Dave. Uh, Dave, how cool is this having, uh, having BMAC on, huh? Well, technically I am a Super Bowl crowd participant. Ooh, I was yeah. once a member of the crowd at a Super Bowl. Nice. So, I got you there, Adam. Yeah, I've never been to one. Brian, welcome to Fantasy Football Today. It is great to have you on. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me on. I'm a big-time fantasy guy, so this should be fun. Yes, you are, actually. You have three fantasy teams. Did you play during your career, or when did this start? No. Nah, fantasy football playing, while I was playing, I never thought about uh, participating. And when I retired, you know, I wanted to still be involved in the game. And competing, you know, that's the thing about fantasy that I love competing and you, and I watch football regardless anyway, but now having fantasy implications be a part of my watching, uh, it, it makes the game more interesting. The only thing that I don't like about fantasy football though, you know, I'm a diehard guy. It takes rivalries out of the ball game because if I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler, like I'm currently am, I love Pittsburgh to death. Me personally, I'm not drafting any Baltimore Ravens. Because I can't really? root for a Raven. Really? <laughs> ah, that's awesome. I mean, that makes sense. But uh, a lot of it's, people, it's tough, you know, man. You take your love out of the game and your hate for other teams based on fantasy implications. I, I don't like that. Yeah, but like, I mean, you know, we all have our. Dave's not really a big fan anymore. He's he's just a fantasy analyst. I'm a Giants fan. Like, I I can't pass up on all the NFC Stop East it. teams. 
at, listen, how dare you be a Giants fan? And if you had an opportunity to draft Ezekiel Elliott, I hope you would pass. I, I mean, I don't have any Ezekiel Elliott, but I, how can I pass? Like, I can't pass up on one of the best players in fantasy if he's available to me. I it's about win. love. Love <laughs> and, 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 and your appreciation for the Giants should take top priority. Right, Dave? No, I disagree. Because what? I, because when I play fantasy football, I'm not playing with my heart. I'm playing with my brain and I don't care. I will cross over my loyalties and I am trying to kick Adam's butt yeah. in our league. I'm trying to kick Jamie's butt in our leagues. I want to beat everybody. So if that means I've got to get Ezekiel Elliott on my team, if I don't like the Cowboys, then I'm going to get him on my team because I want to win. I'm at the point in my life where I don't root for any pro team anymore. Okay. But 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 I, I root for my fantasy teams very much every single week. Right. And beating my buddies, beating my family, that's what it's all about for <laughs> me when it comes family. to fantasy. That's nice. Dave. Oh my there is nothing there is no better feeling than beating my brother in law in fantasy okay. football. I could win one game all year, but if I'm beating my brother in law, my season's made. Well, Brian, <laughs> I gotta ask you this, because like all right. You're lucky, right? You're a Steelers fan. The rest of the NFC North, AFC North, they never have good offenses. So you don't have to, well, you don't have to pass up. But do you extend this to the, to the Patriots? Cause I know the Steelers and the Patriots, they don't really like each other. Do you draft any Pats? Well, I don't have the, the amount of dislike that I have for the teams currently in the AFC North. It's not on the same level, uh, as disliking the Pats. Right. So granted, I may draft a Patriot, but when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals with drafting a guy like AJ Green, I have to pass. Um, <laughs> any Baltimore Raven will. Offensive-wise right now, I don't think you would select a Baltimore Raven because they have been a bit inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? I could deal with their defense. I would pick up Baltimore defense. And the thing is, if I'm playing against my Steelers, I'm not starting Baltimore's defense. Though. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're lucky. You don't have to, you don't have to make the toughest. Like, Okay, he's not taking any Browns, anybody. That's, uh, we know I mean, that. <laughs> we know what that. Brown would I take? If no. I had to take one, who would that be? Everybody's going crazy for Josh Gordon. They're expecting him to come back and be a superhero for the Browns when well, he does get back on the field. For those people that are waiting for Josh Gordon to come back, clearly they're in die need of production and they may be dead last in their standings right now. That's the case. Well, I, I think a lot of the teams that are picking up Josh Gordon, and I'm, I'm with, I don't want Josh Gordon on any of my fantasy teams right now. If it's a week, maybe two weeks before we know for sure he's coming back, yeah. then I'll gladly tell people, pick him up, go ahead and do it. But some people think they're staying ahead of the curve by picking him now when he's not going to be available for the next four weeks. And right. the last time he came back from a suspension was all the way back in 2014, and mm-hmm. he wasn't that great then. And you yeah. know how this Browns offense is now. I can't buy into it, and I certainly can't advocate for anybody waiting Five weeks right. for Josh Gordon to come back onto their fantasy. I to agree. Being in their active lineup. I agree. I agree. I, I, that's definitely a big risk. But if you don't have any quality wide receivers, you have nothing to lose. So you need to go out and try to make something happen. All right. So I want to ask you about the Steelers. We'll start with them and Ben Roethlisberger. It's a different team right now. They're not throwing as much. They run the ball a lot. You know, Roethlisberger, it, it's not surprising if he throws about 30 passes a game. So I'm hoping for a big second half from him. And then we could also talk about Martavis Bryant, Juju Smith-Schuster. Bryant only 50% owned. Jamie and I talked about him earlier on today's show. But what's your take on the Steelers' offense and the passing game in particular? Do you think they start airing it out a little bit more, or, or what we see is what we get from them? 
Well, you got to understand something about Pittsburgh, and the same can be said for the 31 other NFL franchises. They can care less about fantasy football. They're trying to win ball games. And with that being said, right now, I think offensively, they're at their best when Le'Veon Bell is the vocal point, when he's getting his touches, which makes sense. But second half-wise, I believe Big Ben is a is a starter based on the matchup. In one of my leagues, I have Big Ben, I have Alex Smith. So clearly I have to start Big Ben because Alex Smith, he's on a bye. But I have no issue starting Big Ben against the Indianapolis Colts. Even though they're on the road, I believe this will be an opportunity for Big Ben to easily get at least 18 points, which is pretty good, which is pretty good yeah. in any standard yeah. uh, fantasy league. You get 18 points from your quarterback, you're, you should be comfortable. I think he will be able to really exploit quality matchups uh, in, in the steel of favor in the red zone. But yes, it's going to be Le'Veon Bell, but I think Big Ben should, he should be set up nicely to have a big fantasy output this weekend. Is there a reason why Roethlisberger is usually so much better at home than on the road? Or is it just a total fluky stat? Well, he's, he's, he's comfortable. And that, that could be said about a lot of the starting quarterbacks in the league. He's comfortable. And right now, his volume of attempts, they're not extremely high like they used to be. Right. Um, and we all felt this would be an offense that would air it out against the best. But clearly, when Le'Veon came, he, he got back in the lineup, it was more so run the ball first and foremost. So I think it's more of a comfort level playing at Heinz Field. But we saw Big Ben last game against the Detroit Lions, a playoff caliber team on the road. Mm-hmm. He had pretty good fantasy numbers. Yeah. His fantasy numbers were not bad. Now, granted, a lot of the fantasy production came on one play to, to Juju, but that still should give fantasy owners that own Big Ben, that should give them a reason to be excited about what the second half will provide for them because they have a favorable schedule outside of the Pats. You know, you still have to play Baltimore. You still have to play Cincinnati. You still have to play Cleveland once again. They have an easy schedule going out uh, for the remainder of 2017. They play Houston in week 16, and that and, defense is falling apart. And I would argue that the Patriots defense, they're getting better, but I think that's still a good matchup for Ben, particularly since he's at home. Something that I struggle with all the time, Bryant, as a fantasy analyst, is talent versus the matchup. And it so happens this week that T.Y. Hilton's got a difficult matchup. He's at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm curious what you would do with T.Y. Hilton in your leagues, knowing knowing what kind of a season he's had, where he's been very great or he's been really really terrible and now here's a tough matchup for him at home where the Steelers have been great against the pass pretty much all season long but they did allow 100 yards to Marvin Jones in their last game and T.Y. Hilton has proven and the Colts know it that when they get him involved he ends up helping them get a victory would you use T.Y. Hilton in fantasy this week you know what it depends on who else I have at the wide receiver position if I'm extremely thin I have no other choice but the thing about T.Y. that's a good you know, comparison for his talent and matchup. He's a talented player, but I think you need to start T.Y. based on the matchup because guess what? Look who's throwing him the football. Do we really believe Joby, um, I'm sorry, Jacoby Brissett can really exploit opportunities in the passing game? I'm not, I'm not quite ready to say that. I wasn't surprised to see T.Y. have a lot of success against Houston because Houston have struggled. They have so many injuries on all three levels of that defense, the first level, second level, and third level. That that defense is a defense that you should be excited to see going against some of your offensive players because they have struggled. 
But Pittsburgh has been an ideal team, especially when they're playing against a team that could be without their franchise quarterback. We know Aaron, Andrew Luck, he's not participating. So I would be extremely cautious in starting T.Y. They know that T.Y. is the top priority in the passing game. So if you stop T.Y., you're going to have a lot of success against the Indianapolis Colts. And we just saw T.Y. just pretty much beat the Houston Texans by himself. And because of that, the Colts won. Pittsburgh, they're looking at the bigger picture. It's about seeding. And they're trying to find a way to take out your best player. And with Jacoby Brissett as a starting quarterback, I really would not start T.Y. But if I have no other choice, if I'm extremely thin, hopefully, you know, they can get down. And what fantasy owner don't love garbage fantasy points? (laughs) That's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. Now, just to follow up on that, you've been in that room. Uh, when you prepare for an opponent, and I'm sure you've gone up against great receivers with bad quarterbacks in the past. Yep. Is it real simple as double teaming him or just putting a safety over on top of whatever cornerback he ends up going up against? And that's kind of the, just, just the simple deterrent to tell that opposing quarterback, okay, you can throw to this guy, but if you do, it's going to be a tight window and there's guys all over him. You better go somewhere else with it. That could be something maybe that the Steelers are planning for this game against them. Oh, no question, especially during situational football. When you look at third down opportunities, when you look at red zone opportunities, you know, when I played in Pittsburgh, whenever we had an I, when we had a, a, a outstanding wide receiver or running back, situational football, that's where we really want to X him out of the game plan. So I can easily see on third down opportunities. Let's find out what 13 is and make sure we have two set, two set of eyes. On him, and the same could be said in the red zone. But it all depends on what happens with the quarterback. Because if Jacoby is struggling, you know that offensive line they haven't done a, a a pretty good job in protecting him. And I believe this is the opportunity for Pittsburgh to continue to harass Jacoby. So it's just not about Ty because Ty could get open, but will he? Will his quarterback be able to get him the football? Um, and like you said earlier. T.Y. is either he's on or he's off. He's not in, he hasn't been in between. That's the scary part that, that you need to consider if you own T.Y. in your fantasy leagues. He's a hit or miss guy. Yeah. And can you afford to have a miss this week? Especially now when you're getting close to playoff time. Standards are extremely important in fantasy and fantasy leagues across the country. Can you afford to have a guy give you three or four points? Or can you afford to be in a situation if he gives you three or four points, you're still okay as far as your other positions offensively? Yeah, I have to ask you. I know I'm going to kind of detour from the fantasy discussion, but I've always been curious. Like, can you tell us kind of the differences or similarities between Bill Cower and Mike Tomlin as you experience both? Well, well, okay. Uh, the similarities are basically they're defensive-minded coaches, right? Extremely knowledgeable. You know, they they know the game like the back of their hand. They know how to get you motivated. They know how to, you know, have you prepared for the task at hand. I think the differences between Coach Cower and Mike T, Mike T has a little more swag. You know, he feels himself a little <laughs> bit. You know, he has, a, he has a little more swag. He's a little more urban, if I can say that. Uh, Cower is more hmm, gritty. You know, he's a gritty guy. He's the type of coach. When he was on the sideline, if he know the camera was on him, he's going to give you the long chin and he's going <laughs> to give you the yeah. gritty face. You know, uh, I remember I got cursed out big time from Bill Carr one time. It was my rookie year, I think it was. 
we were like in that final stretch of our playoff run. We played Chicago. Uh, it was a snowy game in Heinz Field. Uh, I was a third corner, so of course I was playing a lot, you know, in sub packages, defensive fronts, and schemes and things of that nature. And I remember uh, Thomas Jones was the running back for Chicago, and Troy missed an opportunity to have a tackle for loss on Thomas Jones. He's in, he ended up running for like 13, 14 yards, converted the first down. Eventually they punted the football. We came out the football field. Nobody said anything to Troy. We go right back out on the football field. It was a crack replace in, in the crack replace, uh, football terminology. That's basically when a wide receiver cracks down on the safety and they force the corner to make the tackle. A lot of offenses do that today still because they feel like that's a favorable matchup in their favor as far as their running back against a corner or a safety. So if they crack replace our safety, I had to come up to make a tackle on Thomas Jones. He ran directly through my arm. <laughs> I got a, I got a helmet full of snow. He converted the first down. They didn't score on that drive, but eventually we put in the football. I came to the sideline and looked who I have waiting on me on the sideline. Bill Cowell. B-Mac, what are you doing? That was your tackle. That was your play. You messed up the play you gave up. You didn't wrap your arms. What are you doing? You got to get tough. So I'm literally like, BC, I just saw in my mind, this is what I'm thinking. I just saw Troy miss a tackle for a loss. Nobody said anything, but I come to the sideline. I missed a tackle. Now you cursing me out. I got snow coming in my face and you're spitting in my face <laughs> and the cameras are on me. I say it sucks to be a rookie, right? So. That's the type of coach he is. Yes. He gets in your face, and you guys probably have seen that multiple times watching television games of Pittsburgh when he coached, oh, yeah. and you see him just getting so animated on the sideline. That was Usually a good impression, man. That was. Do you like do? Did you used to do your Bill Cowher impression in the locker room? Because that was pretty good. I mean, I got it quite a bit, so I was. It was easy <laughs> for me to kind of be able to uh, know it like the back of my hand because early on, especially my rookie year, I got it. I got it a whole lot. You know, I played with a lot of vets. I played with a bunch of future Hall of Famers, so. They didn't get a lot of that. So, of course, the young guy would be the one that would get all of it. Mm-hmm. That's, that was awesome. That was a great story. Um, all right, we're, we, uh, we're taking up a lot of your time. This is great stuff. So let me ask you a few more questions here. Broncos, Patriots. What do you think? No, I mean, the Broncos defense got embarrassed last week. First of all, they played three straight road games. They had a short week going Monday night, then across the country to Philadelphia to play on Sunday. I want to know how much travel matters. We do talk about it a lot as fantasy analysts. I want maybe get some insight. How much does that matter? And do you think that's an excuse for the Broncos defense? And do they bounce back and limit the Patriots this week? Yeah, travel really don't matter. Anytime we travel out to the West Coast, we will keep our normal travel routine and we will fly out Saturday midday. So it, it it's not a big issue. I think Denver, they were not ready. Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson, they had an, a quality game plan against the Broncos, and clearly they were more well-prepared. Now, transition to this week, that's the scary part because Denver, we know they're a talented de- defense, especially when you look at the personnel, and they played horrible. So now you better believe their antennas are up. So they're going to really put forth the effort not only to have a better defensive ball game, but they need to win this game extremely bad. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we don't know. I don't think Chris Hogan may be in the lineup, and if he is, we know he will not be 100% healthy. I'm not saying that Tom Brady will be neutralized or he will not be effective because he will get his points, but I think it will be extremely difficult for Tom Brady, and he already struggles in Denver for whatever reason. So I don't know if Tom Brady is that ideal quarterback this week. Normally he is, 
And he's a guy you don't care anything about matchups. You start Tom Brady regardless. Yeah. But I think you need to be mindful and expect some issues for this New England Patriots offense against a defense that was horrible a week ago, gave up over 50 points to a second-year quarterback. You better believe they're trying to right their wrongs this week. I can't wait for that game. I think they're going to show up. Um, yeah. Dave, uh, Dave, you have a question here for Bryant? Well, I'm just, I know you play in three fantasy leagues and I'm curious how you're doing in them and if you have any tough lineup decisions in those leagues. And if so, what way are you going with them? Well, I'm doing okay in two of my leagues. One of my leagues, I have a tie. So we know what we say about ties. It's like kissing your sister and I'm below 500. <laughs> so that's extremely, extremely difficult, uh, to see a tie and I'm below 500. In my other two leagues, I'm doing extremely well. Um, pretty much, you know, well, I'm second place and I'm fifth place in another league and any difficult lineup decisions that I have this week. Uh, no, everything is pretty much out in the clear. You know what? I have Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman in one league and Devontae hasn't really been giving me the production that I thought he would. And Tevin Coleman has really flourished in a timely matter, not with a lot of opportunities, but I'm riding with Devontae regardless. Uh, this is a must win for them, in my opinion, against the Dallas Cowboys, a defense that could be subpar at times, especially on the road. So I like that matchup. Uh, my quarterbacks are pretty much even killed. Like I said, I have Big Ben because Alex Smith is out. I have Russell in, 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 in my other two leagues and he gave me 19 points. The big decision that I had a week ago, I mean, this upcoming week was starting Jimmy Grimm or Gronkowski. So what I did was I decided to go Jimmy Grimm in my flex and start Gronkowski against the Broncos. And it worked out nicely nice. so far because Jimmy came up big time. Yeah. He didn't blow you away with this receiving yards or his catches, but those two touchdowns in the red zone yeah. have been huge. And he has really, he's been lighting up lately, especially in the red zone with his opportunities. So Jimmy Grimm has been a guy that has really uh, helped my fantasy ball club out a lot. And I have him in two of my leagues. Yeah, me too. Actually, I think about three. Um, I got a question for you, Brian. Uh, where yep. did, where did Jimmy Graham go to college? You remember? Uh, that college is not relevant right now. <laughs> I, I can care less for you. Okay, well, excuse <laughs> me. That college is very relevant. Jimmy right. Graham actually went to college at the same time as I did at UM, and Dave went about eight years earlier. So you're you're with, you're on with a couple of hurricanes right now. I know so you didn't know that. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, we, we we're, we're surprised. Football. Well, not just that. Actually, da Jamie was supposed to be on. Jamie is actually a Florida Gator. So I thought we would have one from each school. And we could play a game called Canes, Knowles, Gators. Uh, but Davis is volunteered to come on and help us out with the game. Is that right, Dave? So what I've done, I've found some famous celebrities. They either went to Miami, Florida State, or Florida. So they're either a Cane, a Seminole, or a Gator. Mm -hmm. You two have to guess which one is which. Okay. And we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll see how many points. So I'll, I'll give an easy one and Brian, you can have this one because I know Adam's going to know it. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, come on. Hey, right. Okay. Alright, but no, I'm giving you a free point. Yeah, that's a that's free point. Oh, you give, you give a point? That's not, that's ridiculous. Yeah. He gets a point for that. He answered it correctly. Alright. Okay. Uh, Bob Vila. Bob Vila, Florida. Am Adam, I guessing too? You each get a guess. Should we write them down and then reveal them later or something? No, just tell me where, uh, where do you think he went to I don't know who Bob Vila is. Florida State. Listen to you. It's Florida. Brian gets a point for <laughs> I that. I got a point. You got a point for that. Okay, what yeah. about Richard Simmons? Florida State. Richard no, I, can I change it? Uh, Adam, you want to change it? Go ahead. I'm gonna. I'm just no idea, but I'm gonna guess Miami. Okay, Bryant, 
Rich, the, Richard the Simmons. fitness group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who Richard Simmons is. He didn't go to Tallahassee, so he had to go to, I, I want to say Gainesville, Florida. You are both wrong. He did go to Tallahassee, oh, according wow. to the internet. Okay. <laughs> Scott, Scott Stapp, the lead singer of Creed. Oh, Ooh. I know that. That's, uh, I think I know that. I'm going to guess UF. I think that's Miami. You're both wrong again. What? Florida what? State. I mean, boy, Florida State is an outstanding university. I'm, I'm trying to figure right, out what's right, you, you gotta know your alma mater here. Yeah, how can it not be? You gotta know I'm your good. alums. Alright, Sylvester Stallone. Miami. Yeah, Miami. Miami is correct. You both get points for that one. How about Ron McGill? This is a famous wildlife expert. Oh, I heard of that name before. Let's Ron hear. McGill. He went to Florida. Uh, Adam? I mean, yeah, he's gotta be out in the boonies if he's like a, a wildlife guy. So yeah, it's gotta be Florida. Florida's correct. You both get points for that. I mean, Adam is, Adam is piggybacking on my answers. I think we we can. (laughs) Okay. So Adam, Adam, you've got to get this one first. Okay. I'll go first. This Burt Reynolds. Florida State. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. That was, yeah. They go to Florida State. Tony LaRusso. Ooh. Hold on. That's Adam first again. I'll take, I think Florida State. Brian? No. Florida. Florida State. Florida State. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Actor Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta, Dave? Ray Liotta. Alright, Brian, you could, you could go first. Ray Liotta. Miami. Miami. Yeah, he feels like a Miami guy to me. Dave? Dave, did Ray we lose Liotta and, uh, The Rock going to Miami and we've got Burt Reynolds, Scott Stapp, and Richard Simmons. I mean, Florida State clearly, hands down, and when you look at celebrities, I mean, every answer was almost Florida State. What are you guys talking about right now? What do you mean? <laughs> I'll oh, give man. you one more. All right. Faye Dunaway. Actress Faye Dunaway. She's an old-time actress. <sighs> like, actresses didn't go to Florida, so it's either Miami or Florida State. I- I'll take Miami for the win. I-, I-, I go Florida. She went to Florida and Florida State. It's oh, a trick wow. Question. She went to both of those schools. All right. So Adam, back didn't, Adam didn't say – Adam said Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, so he got that one wrong, and you guys were tied going into that one. So, Brian, you get the half point. You have won this edition of oh. Kane Gator Seminole. Congratulations. Wait, this is a – you know what? A Kane losing in this game today is a sign of what will happen tomorrow night. Yeah, this is Eric is Saturday. Oh, now you're so, taking Notre Dame so tonight, side. yes. Uh, I, I, I'm taking Notre Dame side. I think I have to agree with you, unfortunately, but we'll see. It's exciting, man. You know what? Miami, Florida State – we need those games to be good. I think you can agree with that. We need those to be classics, right? They're so fun. Only classic I'm concerned about if we're winning. Yeah. And that was not a classic weeks ago in <laughs> Tallahassee when you guys beat us. That was not a classic at all. Which team should you hate more, by the way, Miami or Florida? Florida, I guess because I almost went to Miami. Oh, okay. You know, so I really strongly consider going to Miami. I didn't even take a visit to uh, Florida when I came out of high school. So I think the Gators I hate more. The thing about Miami, the fans are so annoying. That's the issue. That's the issue. And I grew up in South Florida. But this down, these what last seven, eight years, they just talk so much trash. And we whooped them and everybody else beat them. And everybody kept saying, oh, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. I mean, just pump your brakes. Humble yourself down. Show yeah, that I you agree. can be consistent like you're currently doing mm-hmm. before you jump off the radar and just say you're the best team in the country. Yeah, That's the issue I have my Before I agree with you on that, name a fan base in any sport, pro or college, that's humble. 
you know what? I, I, I think I will go with the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base. I think we're very, very humble. Oh, you've been I good think, for, for the last 20 years or whatever. They're yeah? very humble yeah. waving those gold towels everywhere they go. And <laughs> I mean, that's just, and that's here just we go when they go to visitors ballparks. It's just a, a terrible towel. You know, our fans travel yeah. consistently across the country. So they just like to leave their mark. Mm-hmm. When they come to a stadium, that's all. That's all. I mean, you guys yeah. are trying to these these uh turnover chain shirts. Who oh, you love you guy? love the turnover chain. Don't even tell me you don't. You would have loved to have gotten the turnover chain <laughs> yes. after picking off somebody. You know what? I would love to get my chain and don't have to give it back if I can keep keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave, I have um, a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot more uh Brian McFadden uh in the coming months and years and whatnot, huh? I hope so. And Brian, I'm, you might not have a turnover chain, but you do have two Super Bowl rings, and that's. I got. It's, listen, I think it's only it's only wise for you guys to incorporate a nice Seminole mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of your shows, uh, because I'm unbiased. You know, you guys can be a bit biased sometimes. <laughs> you know how you Kane fans are, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's the only reason. We've been reason, of that in the past. The only reason I drafted Jimmy Graham was uh, was because he went to Miami. Brian, See? thank you very much for coming on, man. That was awesome stuff. Appreciate it. Oh, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, we can do it again. And that's it for fantasy football today, Dave. Thanks for dropping by. Yes, sir. We will talk to everybody on Sunday night, recapping all the action. See you then. When I wake up in the morning, CBS gives out a warning about a Jays bank up offensive line. Injury to Brandon Cooks, and before I even look, my opponent grabs his back up off the waiver wire. It's alright, I've got Larry on Bell. If the lose Desert Flex, I know I'm in a mess. Well, I better do my homework tonight. Reading Jamie Sarter, Sid, they say chart is legit. Ethan Adams shared a team, it was a dumpster fire. It's alright.